Your greatest moment in life, defining moment in life, is before you. You are, you are not finished. You're not finished. You just begun. It's not over until God says it's over. So don't be lukewarm, double-minded, and looking back. Get all excited because everything is, everything is on time. Everything is on time. You hear me? Everything is on time. He will make all things work for the good of them that love God. He will turn your ashes of a failure, of a disappointment, of a disillusionment, and turn it into something beautiful. Something beautiful. I said, He's going to give you beauty for ashes. So we, we are just so blessed. There is nothing to, to, to be anxious about. You just walk in the Spirit and you'll do it all right. Today on a topic that has created some confusion, maybe even on some of the teachings that we've had about death before Jesus and after Jesus. I'm Andy Wallace, and I'm joined by your pastor and mine, Dr. Robert Mawiri, Last Day's Prophet. And we're going to go into this topic from the It Is Written standpoint. But first, I want you to greet the people and open us in prayer, Dr. Mawiri. Thank you for watching. Uh, this is an important subject that affects every person on the, on the planet because we need to know where those who have gone before us, where mm -hmm. they are, and we'll go into that. Right now, let's pray together. Father, we pray your Holy Spirit Thank to rest Father. upon every person listening because the Spirit of Jesus is the Spirit of prophecy. Mm -hmm. So give them the understanding they need and the illumination of the Holy Spirit. Guide us now as you share with yes. your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Good to be back in the studio with oh, you. Wow, it's good to <laughs> be is, together again, man. This it's is wonderful. Be, this is going to be a good topic. It's one that's brought some controversy. Uh, you and I have been called to herald the message of the last days. And one of those messages is death and the rapture and what happened to people before and after. We want to go to the it is written, but we want to remind everyone that it's your responsibility to take what you hear from the prophet, to take the it is written and go and ask the Holy Spirit for guidance on truth. Amen? You know, Andy, I couldn't emphasize enough what you just said. It is everyone's responsibility to examine these things again in Scripture. Mm. Scripture interpreting Scripture. You cannot examine these things in the light of your preacher, theology, and men's doctrines. Scripture interprets Scripture. If it's not written, then we don't have to discuss it. Amen. Because the only authority we have been given is it is written. Amen. So we want to look at this subject according to it is written. Amen. And we know that God is not an author of confusion. That's right. Amen? That's right. All right. So let's start with this question, Dr. Mawiri. Explain where someone went at death before Jesus went to the grave. Now we're talking about from Adam to the crucifixion, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Where did the people that die go? The Bible is clear in the you know, Jesus is the only one 
who could give us insights into where they went. We, we cannot understand this without it is written and Jesus is God. He knew where they went and mm -hmm. he tells us where they went. Mm -hmm. So it is important for us to go to it is written because it is written will tell us exactly that there were two chambers. Uh, the, 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 uh, the one at the law, uh, below was uh, the place where the, the wicked went and the one above was where the righteous went. Mm -hmm. uh, paradise was in the heart of the earth and between the two was a gulf between mm -hmm. a separation. Mm -hmm. So let's find that from scripture. They all went into the heart of the earth and there were two places. The, the righteous went to one place, the wicked went to another place, mm -hmm. and Jesus gives us an insight because he is God. He, there is no other authority. There is no other person with this kind of knowledge except the person of Jesus Christ. And what we have here is it is written. This is what Jesus said, and this is the last word on it. Let's look at Luke chapter 16 and 19 to 26. All right, Luke 16, 19 through 26. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus. He was covered with sores and he longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried in Hades where he was in torment. He looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied to him, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received good things while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here and you're in agony. And besides all of this, between us is a great chasm that has been set in place. For those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. This is the description from Jesus himself of the two chambers. The one for the righteous and the ones for the wicked. Uh, but they could see each other. Mm. They could communicate with each other. They had the remembrance of their, their life on earth mm. and how they lived. Uh, the, the rich man even remembered that he had brothers mm -hmm. and he didn't want his brothers to come to this other place mm -hmm. because it was a bad place. It was Sheol, the place of pain. Mm -hmm. And so he was in torment. So he actually even pleaded for help and say, help me, come and help me. I know you, you're Lazarus, I, I see you and I need your help. And they were in two separate places. So what is the scripture says? Two separate places where they could see each other, but separated by a gulf between each other. So they could not go from one to another and communicate. They could communicate, but they could not cross over mm -hmm. to go and see the other because God put the separation. All right. And you said this was everyone that had died all the way back to the first person on the earth, Adam, that Jesus made out of the dust and breathed life to him, all the way back to his death. Is that correct? It went right back, or let's just say to, it started with Abel, the first one to die. Mm. So it went right from Abel to the thief 
that was on the right end of Jesus, mm -hmm. that asked Jesus uh, to remember him mm -hmm. when he mm -hmm. came into his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he said, today I'll be with you in paradise. Because when Jesus died, he went down there to announce that the, the long-waited-for Messiah, the Redeemer, the, the seed of the woman that will crush the head of the serpent is finally come. And so he went to announce the good news, declare the good news. And that's why it's probably at this point we need to look at scripture. Amen. Because we're in a, in a territory that it is important to be silent when scripture is silent mm -hmm. and to speak when scripture speaks. Okay. So let's look at, uh, at, at, at Luke 23 verse 43. Well, you just said it. Jesus answered him, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise, talking to the thief on the cross. So the, 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 the upper chamber was paradise. Mm -hmm. So that's where he said, I'll be with you there because that's where I'm going. Mm -hmm. I'm on my way there to see Adam and Eve and see all the saints. And I'm going to announce to them that all that which they prophesied, people like Isaiah prophesying yes. about the, the, the birth of Jesus, the death of Jesus. There were so many prophecies concerning the coming of the Messiah, the death of the Messiah, mm -hmm. and how his blood washed the sins of, of mankind. So now finally, he has come and he goes to them because they are conscious, mm -hmm. they can communicate, mm -hmm. they understand everything, it's just they're separated. They cannot come back, nor can they cross over to the other chamber. Now, Jesus went down there. Before we get to what he did in First Peter and what he preached, let me, let me summarize this and make sure I'm understanding for me and the people. Everybody went down before Jesus' uh, death. Everybody went down into the earth. Two chambers. One upper because we says Lazarus looked up. Okay, so he was in the bottom chamber, this shoulder Hades. He looked up, and that's where the thief across. We see Jesus said, today you'll join me in paradise, that's the right. upper chamber. So everybody went down, separated by two chambers, an upper and lower, shoulder Hades and paradise. That exactly. That's okay. exactly. All right. And so there is no ambiguity. Scripture is clear. The, the two chambers, there's communication. They can see each other, but they cannot cross over to each other. Okay. Now, Jesus went there. We mm -hmm. got to find the scripture that says Jesus went to paradise. Yes. And in First Peter 3, 18 to, 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 to 20. Okay. All right. Here we go. 1 Peter 3, 18-20. For Christ also hath once suffered for his sins, and just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, he quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is eight souls, were saved by the water. Now, Peter is talking about what happened when Jesus died. Mm -hmm. He went and spoke to those who were dead from Adam to the thief that was on his right hand. Mm -hmm. So he is here proclaiming and revealing the, the finished work of redemption giving the, the people the opportunity to see him, to hear him, and to receive him. 
Because there was no use to preach if there is no result. Okay, hang, hang on a minute. You're telling me, if I understand correctly, that he went down and he actually preached the salvation let's message? Read, let's read it again. Let's read it again. <laughs> okay. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, and just for the unjust, mm -hmm. that he might bring us to God, mm -hmm. salvation, exactly. being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which he also went and preached, preached that unto... Is to proclaim the good news. Amen. He went to proclaim the good news. Hmm. And let's see who he proclaimed the good news to. The spirits in prison. The spirits in prison. So he went to tell them it is wow. finished. It is done. Wow. So we are now looking at this glorious announcement uh, in paradise to the spirits that are in prison. That means it was not like a good place because it was a prison mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and, the, and he broke open the prison mm -hmm. where the devil has kept them conquered in. the keys of death and now hell. we can come to that he, oh, okay. the, the devil okay. didn't want them to hear that they long waited for messiah has now come Adam okay. was waiting for that messiah the seed of the he was he was waiting for the seed of the woman generation after generation waiting for the seed of the woman to come and wow. crush the head wow, of the wow, serpent. Wow, wow. So now he comes into the prison. He breaks open the prison. He declares that he is the seed of the woman that has come to crush the head of the serpent. And he crushes the head of the serpent right there in hell. And that's why it is important to know what happened when he went there. He, the devil didn't want him there. Mm -hmm. All the demons didn't want him in there. So there was, a, there, there was a fight. So he fought to liberate, to set them free, to hmm. take them out of this prison because Jesus came to break the power of Satan, to defeat his plan to keep the, the souls of the righteous in prison. And now he's opening the doors, opening the prison house to set the spirit of those who have died from Adam to the man on the right hand, of Jesus when he was crucified. Thank you, And it Jesus. is important to for us, uh, let's look at some more scriptures because okay. this is a, a place that we need illumination from the Holy Spirit. We need more scriptures, scriptures interpreting scripture, mm. line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. That's why we need to look at um, at Ephesians chapter, chapter, chapter 4, 8 to 10. All right, Ephesians 4, 8 through 10. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what it is, but he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. He that descended is the same that ascended up far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. Now, here we have a clear scripture that Jesus, when he died, he descended into the, the, into the depth of the That's earth, said, yes. to paradise lost, to the spirits that were in prison, to declare freedom and to defeat the devil that held the key to the prison. Mm -hmm. He took the keys of death and hell right in the, in the heart of the earth. Mm -hmm. That's, mm -hmm. that's why he died. He couldn't save uh, Adam and Eve and all the saints that had gone. Mm -hmm until he tricked the devil. Go ahead and kill me, because then when you kill me, I'm gonna go down there. 
All so that, part of God's plan. This was a play that he was doing on the devil. Says, so go ahead and kill me because I need to descend need, down. Okay. And then I need to get the, the sense that you have kept in prison. So he had to die to go down there and proclaim it was victory day. Hallelujah. It was the day they waited for. And here it is, Jesus himself, the seed of the woman, come to set them free. And that's why he who descended is also the one that ascended up to heaven. And it says he took the captives with him, right? That's, we're going <laughs> to go deeper into that. Okay, okay, that's, okay. He took, the, he didn't leave the sense in prison. He broke open the prison mm -hmm. and took them out. And we will we'll go deeper into that because something happened when Jesus rose again he did not leave the sense from Adam to the person next who was crucified on his right hand. Mm -hmm. This is a crit critical information. The sense from Adam to the fifth on his right hand, all of those are not in a chamber under the earth. Anymore. Anymore. They are liberated and taken to the third heaven. Hallelujah. We will have to go through this because the resurrection of the saints mm -hmm. from Adam to the thief on the right hand of Jesus mm -hmm. has taken place. I say they have taken place. And the scripture says it took place. So because he did not leave the, those who were in prison by Satan in prison, they, he went to liberate them, to resurrect them, and take them to the third heaven. In what? other words, they receive their resurrection bodies. Okay, let, 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 let's, let's, let, let me ask you a question here. Yeah. Would it be a correct statement to say that since Jesus' resurrection, paradise, the upper chamber, is now empty? Of course, he took it with him. That okay, paradise. okay. So here's an important part here. Will, will the sense that died before Jesus died be raised? at the resurrection when he comes with the same time? The question is no. They have been raised. Oh, and from okay. Adam to Jesus, to the thief on the right hand of Jesus, they have been raised. They received their resurrection bodies. Now, we, we got to see this from Scripture. Okay. Let, let's look at... Um, All right, we're going to go to Scripture. But yeah. let, 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 this is new to me, folks. This is new to me. Let, me. let me summarize what I just heard you say. At the rapture... It's only those that have died after Jesus, after Jesus and the thief on the cross. The rest of them are already up in heaven with the resurrected bodies? Exactly. Show us from the it is written. I, I want us to look from Scripture. Let's go. Because when I was in nine months before I was born, I was in church. I never heard that. Uh. When I went to seminary, I didn't hear that. But the Bible is clear. The Bible guides us into all truth. We must abandon the teachings of men and just look at it is written, yes. it is written, yes, it is Lord. written, it is written, because it is written, it's a final word on everything. So let's find out okay. for it is written what he says about the saints that he took with them to heaven in, in, in Matthew 27, 52 to 53. Matthew 27, 52 to 53. And the graves were, <laughs> the graves were no, open. No, no, no. Okay. What's coming out of the graves? Bodies. The bodies of the saints. The yes. graves were opened. 
What will happen when Jesus comes back? The graves will open. What will come out? The saints. Now, here we are. The, the graves are open. This is incredible. And the graves were open, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Yeah. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection. No, no, look, look at this. This is scripture. This is what happened. The graves were opened of every saint from Adam to the man on the right hand of Jesus. The graves were opened. They received their resurrection bodies. Wow. And they went into the holy city and appeared to many. They, they, yeah, they were walking I, I, around. I don't know that I've ever noticed that when I've read Matthew. Yeah. Now, they were not seeing ghosts moving around. We don't believe in God. No. Their bodies, they were in their resurrection bodies. Just like Jesus was in his 40 days in his resurrection, resurrection body. Resurrection body. So Incredible. they were in the city Incredible. in their resurrection body. All of them. Adam, Eve, Abel, Moses, Noah, Isaiah, everybody. Isaac, everybody raised. Wow. They're not in prison. They're not in, in, in any prison. They have their resurrection mm, mm, bodies. Mm, mm. These are the saints that he will come back with. Because they are with him. Let's get some more scripture. Because, you know, we're in a territory that we need more yeah, scripture, yeah. line upon line, precept upon well, that precept. Was pretty, that was pretty explicit, but uh, that, you want me to read Hebrews 12.1? Uh, yeah, 12.1. All right. And, and of course, also Hebrews uh, 12.22 and 24. All right. Here, here's Hebrews 12.1. Wherefore, seeing we also are passed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Let, let me say something there. He is talking about a cloud of witnesses. Yes. What cloud of witnesses? Well, only scripture can tell us who they are, where they are. The cloud of witness. Now, that is extremely important because where the saints are, after Jesus' resurrection is extremely important. Now we know those who receive their resurrection bodies. They are there in heaven. And Hebrews 22, well, Hebrews 20, 12, 22 to 24. All right. Quite he, clearly tells us. All right. Hebrews 12, 22 to 24. But ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem and to an innumerable company of angels. Verse 23, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. There you are, the cloud <laughs> of witness of those who have gone before us, who have received their resurrection bodies, who are in the cloud of witness. Now, in the cloud of witness, we also know that those who die to be absent from this body is to, to join the them Lord. in paradise, restored, meaning in the cloud of witness mm -hmm. in heaven. So there are two groups, the group that has received their resurrection body and the group of those who are still waiting for their resurrection body. Mm -hmm. So to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord, to join the cloud of witness of those who are the first fruit who were raised when Jesus rose again and the graves were opened and they received their resurrection bodies and they went to, to with him to heaven. Okay, are you saying that before Jesus, 
all of those people went up to heaven and the bodies were open and they've got their resurrected bodies. But the rest of those that died after Jesus' resurrection, their bodies are still in the graves, but their spirits are now. They're joining those who have gone before them. They, they are there just like those who are beheaded in Revelation. Their souls are crying yes. out, Lord, how long? In Revelation 6, how long is going to take? Because they're there, they're speaking with, with God. They are in His presence, but they don't have their resurrected bodies because all the saints that, that died since the resurrection of Jesus, they are present with the Lord, to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord, mm -hmm. but they don't have yet their resurrected bodies. And we'll get those after the rapture. Dead in Christ I, first and then us. We're going to go into that because okay. it's extremely important. Ooh. Who is going to be raised when Jesus comes back? Wow, 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 Wait wow, wow. right there. I want you to listen to me very carefully now. Who is going to be raised when Jesus comes back? Is Adam, Eve? Abraham, all going to be raised. No, they're already raised. They already have their resurrection body. Yep, yep, that's yep. the church of the first fruit. They're already gone. Jesus opened the, the prison and set them free, gave them their resurrection body, and he took with them. And they are with the Lord, the cloud of witness. Now, only those who died after Jesus has been raised are the ones that will receive their resurrection bodies for when it comes back. For instance, all of the apostles. Of course. Let's read that in from Scripture. Where? 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 1 Thessalonians 4, 16. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then us that are alive. Now listen to this carefully. It doesn't say the dead in Moses' law, the dead in the Old Testament the says the in dead Christ. in Christ. Wow. In Christ. This is incredible. In Christ. Only the dead in Christ. That means from the time of the apostles after the, resur after the resurrection of Jesus, those are the ones that they, when the trumpet sounds, the dead in Christ. Dr. Murray, this is incredible and it's, it is written. Yeah, Hallelujah. That's what the says. In Christ. So that means. They, they, they are present with the Lord, but when He comes back, He will bring up their bodies. They will be resurrected. Their bodies will be joined. Only those in Christ, in the dispensation of grace, in the dispensation of the church, only those in Christ, because those who were before Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, they all were raised. Okay, now let me ask this. You say the bodies are going to come up. We're not talking about this flesh and bones and ligaments and everything because doesn't it say somewhere in the scripture that flesh and blood will flesh not inherit the kingdom? Inherit so the this kingdom. is the new and imperishable body exactly. that is being right. Hallelujah. Exactly. Hallelujah. It, it, it is the, the glorious thing when, when, when the dead in Christ will be raised up and we who are alive will be caught up to meet the Lord oh, in the man. air. That's when we'll be joined together with the sense because it comes with the sense. These sins that he took with him, yes. he's coming back with them. Mm -hmm. And we will meet them in the air. Mm -hmm. This is the great reunion, the ingathering of the, of the saints. We get to meet Adam, our ancestor. Exactly. <laughs> we, we will all be there, there celebrating together. Wow. And they will welcome us because they are already in the cloud of witness in heaven. And the souls of those who 
died after the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, they are absent from this body and present with the Lord, waiting for this glorious return of the King when their bodies will be joined together with their spirit. Then shall we ever be with the Lord for the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ, the dead in Christ, the dead in Christ, the dead in Christ, the dead in Christ I get it. will be raised first. So that's the dead in Christ. Okay, all right. Now, now my mind is going to the lower chamber, Shoal and Hades, the dead that were down there, and all of the dead that are not in Christ, all of these dead people, is that what it talks about? Is that the great white throne judgment that none of them come back to life till then? Okay. When he comes, the trumpet will sound, the dead, the dead in Christ will be raised first, and we who are alive will be caught up to the Lord in the air. Uh -huh. Then... The dead, not in Christ, not in Christ. Yes, yes, yes. The dead. The other dead, the uh, ones not in yeah, Jesus. Yeah. The, 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 the wicked. The, the wicked. The, the, the wicked from the time of, of Adam uh -huh, uh -huh. to the end of time, they will remain in the graves, in prison, waiting for the judgment. Are they still down they in are the still earth? Down there. Still to this day. Still down there. Okay. They're still held in prison, and they will be in prison when Jesus comes back. He's going to take those dead in Christ, yes. and he's going to—he's not going to open the graves of the wicked. That's going to take another thousand years. Okay. Before they are raised, so that—that that is important to realize that. Wow! 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 The, those wicked are going to remain in the grave because all the wicked, when Jesus resurrected the first fruit, the church of the firstborn, mm -hmm. he did not resurrect the wicked. They're still down there. Mm -hmm. He resurrected his own, the righteous, and he preached them. They believed and accepted, and he raised them up, and he took with them to the Father as the first fruit. It's like the Jewish harvest. Mm -hmm, there is mm -hmm. a first fruit. I get it. And so this is the first fruit that had to be wavered before God. Mm -hmm. That it is finished. Mm -hmm. The battle is over. The devil is defeated. And they went on to show heaven that he's conquered. He opened mm -hmm. the prison. He, he set them free and he brought them to the Father. So they're gone. Now the wicked, we got to look at when they will be raised. Revelation chapter 20. Okay, Revelation 20, verses 11 through 15. Then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence, and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. That's what you're talking about. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was found not written in the book of life was thrown into that lake of fire. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory, Dr. Morey. I tell you, it's the most sobering moment mm. that... Um if you're listening to us and you're not born again, 
You're going to an eternity separated from God in the lake of fire. A place that was prepared for the devil and his angels. Mm. The only way to escape eternal domination, eternal judgment, eternal separation from God is not through good works. It's not Buddhism, Shintoism, mm -hmm. it's not Islam. It is in the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because the issue that we are confronting right now is where every man will spend their eternity. And eternity is a long time. We know those who died from Adam to Jesus' uh, resurrection, though the righteous are with him in heaven with their resurrected bodies. We know the dead in Christ will be raised up mm -hmm. to meet the Lord when he comes back the second time. But the wicked will not be raised until after a thousand year reign of Christ. And they're going to be judged. They're going to be condemned for their sins because only through the blood of Jesus can they be saved. Can a man come into the kingdom of God? Amen. I believe we are to read uh, John um, chapter 14 verse 6 because hmm. that's extremely important. Hmm. I got it memorized. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. That's what Jesus' own words said. Only through Jesus. Mm -hmm. Even Adam and Eve and all the saints could not go back to the Father except through Jesus. Mm. Through Jesus. He went and preached to them, mm -hmm. declared that his blood Thank you, was Jesus. able to cleanse them from all sin and all unrighteousness. Thank you, Jesus. By re re embracing Jesus and accepting Jesus, mm. the prison was opened. And they were, take, they were given their resurrected bodies. And there are a cloud of witness in heaven. Now those who are alive today, Jesus is the only way. Mm. There's no other way. It's through Jesus. Accepting him as your personal savior. That is the only way you can spend an eternity with God. Thank you, Father. There is no other name given among men. No other name. There <sighs> is no other name. There, there is nothing you can do. Good works will not save you. There is nothing under heaven with the power to cleanse you and to make you acceptable to God except the blood of Jesus. Mm. And that's why it is extremely, extremely important that we, um, we invite you to, at the end of this program, to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. But before we go, uh, I want us to read 1 Corinthians 15, verse 50. Okay, 1 Corinthians 15, 50. I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Now, flesh and blood, this body mm -hmm. made out of dirt, cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Flesh and blood. So the resurrection body is no flesh, is no blood. Mm -hmm. So... When you think of heaven, it's not like 
you have a body like this that functions with blood, with blood circulation, mm. with, 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 with everything that is Adamic is not part of the resurrected body. Hmm. To be absent from this body, to be present with the Lord, and when we shall see him, we shall be like him. Mm -hmm. So we're mm -hmm. going to put on the body like God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's going to be, when we see him, we shall be like him. We will be like God because we've been cleansed. The soul that God breathed in man has now been cleansed in order to be restored back into its original place which is in God. Wow. So wow, wow, God wow, wow. will be all in all. So we are going home to where we belong because we were created by the breath of God, but we got contaminated. Now the blood of Jesus comes and washes us clean. Mm -hmm. And then when we die, we are given the same body that looks like Jesus because we will be like Jesus, because we are like Jesus in the inside, because it's no longer you that lives, but Christ lives in you. This life that you live, you live by the faith of the Son of God who died for you. So the, resurrected, the resurrection is be, becoming like Jesus. If you want to just picture what it is, it's Jesus after the resurrection. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. the body that mm -hmm. you're going to have, mm -hmm. because you share the same spirit, you are of the same DNA, mm -hmm. and you operate like Jesus. That's what it is. It's becoming like Jesus in every way because you've been crucified with Christ. You've been buried with Christ. You've been raised with Christ. It's no longer you who lives. So that whole Adamic nature, Adamic body, flesh and blood, it's all gone. Let me read this. I want to keep going when Paul was talking about the, the church in Corinthians. Let me read two more scriptures yes, yes, in verse 15. First Corinthians 15, 51 and 52. It says, listen, I tell you a mystery. We're not all going to sleep, but we're all going to be changed in a flash in the twinkle of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, non-perishable bodies anymore, and we will all be changed. You know, this is the the blessed hope. This is the blessed hope. When your corruptible body will be incorruptible. Mm. When your mortal body will be immortal. You will be like God for all wow. eternity. Mm -mm -mm. This Thank you, is Jesus. why Jesus died for you. And this is why he's coming back for you. Because you're to spend an eternity with God. Because in you is the same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead. Mm -hmm. You have been born again. Born from above. Born of the word of God. So that it's not you living. It's Christ living in the inside of you. The true you is not the physical, the intellectual you. It's not anything that... We understand it's the spirit. So you are a spirit in a body. So God's going to take that spirit and put it in an eternal body, just like the body of Jesus, and you will live forever and ever if you know Jesus as your personal Savior. There is no other way mm, except amen. through the person of Jesus, through amen. the blood of Jesus, that you can have eternal life. Now, here is a critical piece of information is, well, I'm not going to receive Jesus Christ, so when I die, I'm just going to perish 
them no pain, it's, it's, it's become nothing. Mm -mm. So if that was true, then we'll say, well, that's okay for you. But the truth of the matter is because you and every person on earth are a spirit because God breathed mm -hmm. into men mm -hmm. the breath of God, which is mm -hmm. eternal. That means in you is an eternal spirit that cannot die. Mm -hmm. that, why, that's why you either give your heart to Jesus, spend eternity with God, or if you don't give your heart to Jesus, spend an eternity in the lake of fire with the devil. Mm -hmm. But you cannot die because you have the Ruach, the, the spirit. spirit of God that he breathed in you, and that spirit cannot die because it's like God because the source is God. And that is why it is critical and important to know that right now you are saved. You've got to know it. You, because unless you receive Jesus Christ as Savior, you don't know where you're going to spend eternity. Mm -hmm. The only way you're going to spend eternity with God is by receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen, and amen. when you die, after you are born again, you go and join the cloud of witness and wait for Jesus' second coming, when your body will join with your spirit, you will have now your resurrection body, your mm. eternal body. Mm. What goes to heaven is your spirit. Your spirit of the righteous goes back to God, waiting for the reunion between them and their bodies, mm. but not flesh and blood. Yep. Yep. A new body, it's a glorious body because it's eternal body. Mm. And it looks like Jesus, looks like God. <laughs> so that is why we are not what we think we are. Mm -hmm. No, are we what other people think we are? Because we know who we are. We are born of God, Amen. born of the Spirit of God, given God's DNA to live forever and ever with God. Now, you don't want to live forever and ever in the lake of fire mm. because then living forever and ever in the lake of fire that means eternal judgment mm. eternal punishment eternal torment eternal torment that's right mm. so why would you choose to go to hell because mm. every person that goes to hell has to go past the cross of jesus mm. and make it their own choice it's not god who chooses to take to throw into the lake of fire it's a you personal choice. That's right. You choose to go to hell because mm -hmm. you choose not to accept the blood of Jesus to mm -hmm. cleanse you. Amen. You choose not to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. You choose not to worship God and follow God and you choose to go with the devil and the devil will lead you to where he's going. And he knows where he's going. Mm -hmm. He's going to the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. So he's going to mm -hmm. take you with him and it's not the heart of God. God does not want anyone to perish. He never want anyone Amen. to go with the devil. Hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. That's right. So they're trying to, to take you with them and, and put their judgment on you. And it's not yours. That's why Jesus came to die for you to say, don't go there. Amen. My blood can cleanse you and wash you clean and make you acceptable to God for all eternity. <laughs> and eternity is a long time. Don't, wow. don't you miss the opportunity right now to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. Mm. Because... Your eternity depends upon this one act of receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. Believing that he was the Son of God mm -hmm. and that he died for your sins and that he rose again for you to intercede for you at the right hand of God and that he is coming back to take you Hallelujah. home. Hallelujah. This 
is the good news. This is why when, when you go to, to sleep tonight, you don't know whether you're going to wake up. You may wake up in glory. Mm. But if you don't know Jesus, you wake up in Hades, mm. in prison, place of torment, oh. of rejection, a rejection for all eternity. <laughs> if you reject Jesus, you reject you at the end of time. Because if you're not washing the blood of Jesus, then there is no place for sin in the kingdom of God. Without holiness, no man can see God. Amen and amen. You won't be able to see God. So I say to each one of you, the time has come for you to accept Jesus Christ mm. as your Savior. I'm mm. going to lead you in a prayer of receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. Mm -hmm. Because heaven is a beautiful place. Eternity with God is a beautiful thing with your father who created you. And you want to mm. go there. You don't want to go with the devil. You want to go with God. Amen. And I plead with you right now to accept Jesus. You said, what I do? Pray this prayer with me. The prayer of accepting Jesus Thank Christ you, as your savior. When you pray this prayer, your name will be written in the book of life. Mm. And you will spend an eternity with God. Don't miss this opportunity. Pray with me. Father God, I receive your son Jesus Christ as my personal savior. I ask Jesus Christ to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Father God, cleanse me from all sin and all unrighteousness with the blood of your son Jesus. Write my name in the book of life. From this day forth, I want to save you. Lead me and guide me and strengthen me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You just received Jesus Christ as your Savior. Your, net, your name is written in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. We'll spend an eternity together. Welcome back to the family. Amen. And God bless you. We want to hear from you. Just pray every day and read the Bible. Mm, amen. Amen. Thank you. Dr. Maweri, this, this has been awesome teaching. Thank you for taking us to the It Is Written. Thank you for being obedient and being used by God to show us the It Is Written about what happens at death all the way back to Adam and all the way until the last soul is going to be taken. We want to thank you for that. As always, if you want to know more about what we're doing here in our ministry with these Q&As at Good News World at our radio station, WRNO, you can go to this link that you'll see at the bottom of your screen there. Just put in your email address. As Dr. Moore says, send us a, a thank you, a shout out, whatever you want to do, and we'll send you everything that we're doing here at our ministry here at uh, Good News World, WRNO, these Q&As, Dr. Moore's servants. We covet your prayers. Dr. Murray always says that. We want you to pray for us as we pray for you. 
We covet your tithes and your offerings, not because God needs it, but because you'll be blessed by blessing. You can do that two different ways. You can go to this link at the bottom of your screen. You click on the donate button. It's for credit cards. You put in your credit card information and give as the Holy Spirit tells you to give. God loves a cheerful giver and promises that it will be given to you, shaken down, poured out, and running over. That's what he promises. You can also give uh, by uh, mailing in a check, a cashier's check, money order, business check. It doesn't matter. Make those out to Good News World, and you can mail those to the P.O. box that you see at your bottom of your screen. Dr. Maury and I will be coming to you next week with another uh, Q&A that we get from the Lord for now. We just want to say thank you for joining us, and I believe you're supposed to put the priestly blessing upon the people, Dr. Maury. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Yes. May the Lord lift up his countenance and shine upon you. Hallelujah. And be gracious towards you and give you his peace. Mm. In the name of the Father. Yes. And of the Son. Yes. And of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. Amen.